welcome to another episode of Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance, hosted by Tierica. And I'm exploring the connection between society's definition of mental illness and how it relates to those who contribute great things in this world. So I'm sharing my personal stories about my own battles with mental illness and I will be talking a lot about those people that I admire and exploring their areas of mental illness. But today I want to talk about people who have hurt you. Well, how does that connect to mental illness? Where? Well, in a previous episode, I shared the beginning of my mental illness when I started noticing that something was not quite right with me. I'm not reacting to the world in a loving and open way. And I realized that I shared some stories and it wasn't planned at all about people who have hurt me. And that may have contributed to my reactions to the world, which now I will be called mentally ill because of how I interact with the world. So is there a correlation between being abused and then developing mental illness? In my case, it seems to be so. My extreme anxiety when I'm socializing with people, my inability to form positive relationships with people, my desire to close myself off from every person and stick to myself because I don't trust anyone and I don't want to risk going through the disrespect and abuse that I've done that I've experienced in the past but as a powerful woman myself because I'm pretty amazing and I recognize my power as a woman I always try to look at myself and to take ownership of the situations that happen to me regardless of if someone else has you know, intentionally tried to hurt me, it's my choice how I react to it. Well, a person who has mental illness, they don't really have a choice how they react. The triggers are so strong that anything could trigger them to overreact and to jump into defense mode. I learned that when I was going through a bit of counseling before And a woman was asking me questions about my reactions because I was trying to figure out why is it that certain times I start to feel really, really afraid and I I become, I lash out at certain men. This would happen to only men. And I would lash out in a way that was causing me to have problems even at work. And she said, do you feel as though you have you have to fight them? Do you feel that it's an impulse that you need to satisfy? And I said, yes. And she said, do you feel like you can't control it? I said, yes. And she said, I think you have PTSD. And for those who are listening who don't know what PTSD is, it is called post-traumatic stress disorder. 
And typically that means that something has happened to you that was traumatic. And after it happens, you tend to feel that same stressful feeling that you felt in that traumatic moment. And you're reacting in a way that's fight or flight. You can't control it. Either I have to fight this person or I have to leave. And that is what I feel when I'm socially interacting with people most of the time. So, I own how I feel. I own that how I feel may be a result of my interactions with men in the past. But I also have a firm understanding since I am reacting to them, lashing out at them, trying to hurt them, pushing them away, being mean to to people who have not done anything to me, then the people who have been mean to me may be reacting from someone else doing that same thing to them and hurting them in their past. I can't psychoanalyze everybody because I don't know everybody. But to make peace in my mind with what has happened to me on different occasions with different different men, at least two, I try to think about what their life was like before me. Did they have someone in their life that was overly critical of them, kept putting them down, kept um, telling them that they were worthless, that made them feel bad intentionally? Yes. So when it came to dealing with me, how could they give me anything other than what was deposited into them? It was a chain reaction. So now when I think about those people who hurt me and I'm angry with them for doing that, I feel a sense of understanding because I know that they couldn't do anything else. That anger and that negative energy and that rage that they received from someone else in their life was being released onto me. And now what did I do? Because I was ignorant of the fact I went out and released it on others. So I can't say that I'm completely innocent. I've never been um, abusive to someone else. I know that I have. I may not have taken it so far as to intentionally try to insult them or demean them or degrade them. But I have been overly angry and overly protective of myself pushing people away who didn't deserve it cursing people out who didn't deserve it because I was scared and it was a trigger inside me that had been triggered some kind of way and I had to get them away from me I can think of several men who have tried to love me in the past and they wanted a healthy love a sweet love but I was filled with so much anger and pain from what had been passed on to me that that's all I could give to them and I remember one man asked me who hurt you but I had nothing else to offer nothing else else to give because I had not had love poured into me to cover up that pain 
This is an interesting story that I remember sharing on my YouTube channel, but it's worth sharing again. During my time in Los Angeles, and I spent six years in Los Angeles working on a project called the Rebuild Your Life Project Los Angeles. During that time, I was teaching how to start over in life in a new city. And one of my goals was to interview 50 people who had moved to Los Angeles and were starting over in life. One of the young men that I interviewed, very handsome young man, very articulate, after the interview, which was a video interview, we sat down at the park and we were talking. And for some reason, he shared with me his anger with his parents. He said that his dad was a very abusive man, especially verbally and emotionally abusive to his mom. And his dad, and he was angry with his dad because his dad saw his father be that way towards his mom. And he said he hated that his father was like that. But what happened when he got into a relationship of his own? He modeled that same behavior with his new wife. So the young man was angry with his dad, but he was also especially angry with his mom. Because he's like, why are you putting up with this? Why, are you, why won't you leave him? And he said his mom did leave for a year or so, but then she came back. And after that, she just put up with it. And he would keep asking her, why are you letting him talk to you like this? Why don't you just leave him? Why don't you put him in his place? And he said she would just look at him with a blank face. He didn't know why she would stay because she didn't deserve that. She was a good woman. It took me some time after that encounter to think about it and and figure out what was it that made his mom stay. Do you know what I think it was? I think it was understanding. Even though her husband was emotionally and verbally abusive to her she recognized that he was just expending the energy that he got from his father she must have recognized in her mind that he can't be any other way he doesn't know how in a way she probably took pity on him as we would to someone that we deem is mentally ill like They can't do any better than that. That's their best. And she stayed with him because she knew that he couldn't do any better than that. So it's not to say that we need to stay in abusive situations because we now have an understanding that those people who are abusive to us were once abused in the same way and they're just continuing the cycle. No way. It's a dangerous thing to do because you're taking on that energy and you will begin to lash out at others and expend that same energy to your children, to your friends, isolating yourself like I do. Cutting off relationships and then being sad that you don't have anybody around to love you. That's where I'm at right now. But for your own peace of mind, to take away the blame from yourself because for years I'm like what's wrong with me that was really my daily mantra for years what's wrong with me what's wrong with me I remember asking myself that all the time what's wrong with me why am I being treated this way 
Number one, because you allow it, because I allowed it, and I didn't know how to fight back. But number two, it really didn't have anything to do with me. You know that saying, hurting people hurt people. Loving people love people. People who have been loved will love others. I see that in my older son all the time. I really, over the years, tried to take the time to speak positivity into his life, to remind him that he's a king, that he's amazing, that he's wise, he makes wise decisions. Everything always works out for him. There's nothing that can keep him down consistently over and over and over again. Feeding that into his mind so he'll get it deep into his psyche. And he interacts with the world as though everybody's going to love him and everything's going to work out for him. Sometimes he might get a little snippy or impatient, but for the most part, he's very calm and rational and wise. And I'm grateful that he didn't pick up that anger and negative energy that I have inside me, that I was able to hold it back when it comes to my son's that I was able to recognize it and stop it. And when I talk to them, I want to give them the best love possible so that they'll recognize what good love is, what positive love is, what good touches feel like, what support feels like. I'm intentionally trying to model what I want them to experience when they're out there forming friendships and relationships in the world. So yes, I do have an understanding that those who have hurt me couldn't do any better because they were hurt. And they didn't know what to do with that energy besides lash out again. And I'm in the same place. I don't know what to do with that energy I have except for lash out. But I have been able to contain it with my sons. And I take extra care to try to offer support and encouragement to women through my coaching programs, through my writing, through my videos, through this podcast. To offer relief. Because I wish that I had that kind of relief. I still wish for it right now, to be honest with you. At this very moment, I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling that pain, that pressure in my chest. It does not go away. It's a constant buzz. It's a constant physical pain. And I don't know what will relieve it. But while it's happening, I talk myself through it. And I say, it'll be okay. You still have work to do. Continue to try to give love and support. And maybe one day it'll come back to you. The anger from your past does not have to control you. You can stop the cycle with you. You have to make a conscious decision though. You have to decide that I'm angry. I'm still hurting. I have this energy inside me that needs to be released. And you have to find different ways to release it. I go for long walks. I dance around my house. Or I create positive or supportive content for the web. And it helps me to relax. 
It helps me to calm down. It helps me to center myself and to get out of the anger that I'm feeling and the shakiness that I have. And I'm able to move forward with my goals, even though I know it's going to come back again. Where's my healing? I don't know. But as we go along, maybe I'll experience it and you get to follow along. Because I'll be sharing my most personal stories, the highs and lows of my life. As well as the insights I have as I watch the world around me shape people. And I watch the people in the world around me react to it. Because don't for a second think that mental illness is just some genetic thing. It's not. Our society has a direct influence on our mental health. And in this podcast, we're going to explore the reasons why. So thank you for listening. I am Tierica Patterson, and I'll talk to you soon.